One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. It's too hot! Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. I am delighted to be back in the saddle with my man, Sat E. Nian Gi. In the house! How are you, brother? I am melting, guys. I am so hot. You see, this headband is not a fashion choice, it's to <laughs> stop the sweating. I'm Sat E. E for evaporating. <laughs> Nyangi. My Sat goodness. Equator. Nyangi. There you go. That's hot. I don't know. Sat drip drip. Exactly. Sat E drip drip in the house. I'm giving a new meaning. I'm moist. I am the most. I am Britain's moist wanted right here. <laughs> I'm beyond moist. I'd love to be moist. I wish I was moist. I'm, I am drenched. Lovely. <laughs> uh, I, I literally I went into London today to go into the office and let me tell you the underground is not a fun place Mm-mm. when it's this hot I literally got home scoffed my dinner down and here we are on Wrestling Daily to talk about two or three fantastic nights of wrestling man it's just been wonderful to be a wrestling fan when you get surprises and high energy high octane stuff it shows you man WWE can do it but with that has also come some criticism. And you see by the title of this video tonight, not everyone is happy with everything no. that went down on Raw. Saini Angi and Alice McCarthy, we are going to get into that for you guys. But we want you to get into it with us as well. And you know how to do that. WrestleTalk.com forward slash wrestling daily. Cool yourselves down. Grab a calippo. Join us to talk some wrestling. That's what you need to do. And while they're here, thumbs up, subscribe, help us get to our goals, help us grow, help us flourish, help us like Big E rise like a phoenix in the moment. Come and do that with us, guys. We can't wait to hear what some of you have to say. Um, Oh, Lizzie Stallion, Alex and Sat, get an air conditioner from Groupon. Best £40 I ever spent. You got an air conditioner for £40? That can't be right. It can't be. Thanks, Lizzie. Uh, I have one in the bedroom, but I think it'd be too noisy if I put it in the, in the living room. So <laughs> I'm all good here. So yeah, I mean, we we have a multitude of fans going in this house, but I've been maybe four years straight telling my missus that I want to get an air conditioning unit, and she denies me every year. Oh man! I mean, she's probably right. It's for like two weeks, but still, I'm hot. 
when I'm hot, <laughs> I need to sort it out. Also, Uptown Avondale, I am not accepting. We will get into this. You know this. Do not prod the bear when it comes to Goldberg. Prodding, um, guys. I'm going to prod it. I'm going to bring the beast out of him today. Today's the show. <laughs> hey, Mac, we're going into it, bro. Oh, my God. Uh, let's start with right. what we thought about Money in the Bank. Let's get into that first because we haven't had the chance to chat, brother. So let's do that. You guys can get involved, of course, with the Ultra Chats. Feel free to join us. Give us your opinions, your hot takes. And if you come up with some good stuff in the free chat, maybe I'll get you involved. Um, but, of course, you know how this does go. At 25 past, you'll be welcomed on. You'll be able to have your say. It's phone-in day. We welcome all of you to come and join us and try and persuade me how Goldberg could possibly be a good thing um, if Sat doesn't accomplish that first. Uh, otherwise, Sat, what are your main takeaways from Money in the Bank? Because one of the main things for me, the first time since 2017, that both of the winners are not former world champions. A first real effort to make two more main event or title challenges, right? Um, I think when you look at who they've done it with, I would have liked it to have been Liv Morgan. I would. I would. And I felt like the crowd was right there for her. But seeing what's transpired now, I'm, I'm elated for Nikki Ash slash Nikki Cross. And I think we all knew that I wanted Big E to be the winner. So I came away from Money in the Bank a very happy man. Very happy. Mate, I, I, I was happy too. Um, Liv Morgan's got the Royal Rumble. They can do the Alex McCarthy arc of winning the Rumble <laughs> and then going to WrestleMania and, you know, getting that big moment. Listen, I, I'm a fan of Liv Morgan. She's an underdog. But I feel like Nikki Cross, because I've been a huge fan of her since her NXT days. She's mm. great in the ring. She does great character work. And I felt like she got the short end of the stick when she broke up with Alexa Bliss. She was doing nothing for a long time. She yeah. got into great shape. Like, I, I, you know, as being a man, you, you know, I don't want to often talk about woman's physique, but it was noticeable that she, she looked different from how she used to look a few years ago. You could tell she put hard work into her physical appearance to get noticed. And for her to pitch an idea and not take herself too seriously, she was the anti-Peyton Royce because she didn't go in, go in there and tell Vince, hey, I'm a boring individual. Uh, I don't do much. She went in there thinking, hmm, superheroes. Vince likes wacky characters. You know, know your history. She went in there, pitched an idea, and they went with it. And it's got potential to be money-making. She can be a hero to little girls everywhere. Smart lady. I'm happy she won. Big E. That's our dog, man. That's them big meat. He was slapping them meat after he won, man. I was loving it, you know. We all want to go big. Say that. Then say that. Say that. And I'm so happy for Big E, man. I think it's the time. Um, the fact that Big E won Money in the Bank and it makes logical sense for him to probably cash it in at Samson probably against the winner of Goldberg versus Lashley. I'm really excited about the possibility for Big E's endless. So I was happy. And it debunked the myth that WWE don't create new stars or whatever. Mm. Hey, Mac, I mean, what do you think? I mean, there's still some work to do in terms of like making the stars, but I'm very, very happy with who they picked. And like, you know, Nikki, I didn't think that she would cash in as quick, but, you know, cool. I'm here for it. I thought it was a great moment. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, superhero ideas, kids buying the merch and just, you know, 
making it work as well in a modern twist where it's like almost a superhero. She's not, you know, she's not trying to convince us that there's any powers. Um, it's like a real thing. It just brings out the best in her. I think, you know, I don't know, Make-A-Wish and Charities and all of that Bingo. stuff. They will, yeah. they will love that stuff. So um, I think it's great. She's the perfect person to do it. Um, I've had the pleasure of talking to Nikki um, on the record like three or four times. And she is, um, when the camera's on and off, super nice human being like genuinely super super nice so uh and as you can see that by the outpouring on twitter right everybody yeah, loves everyone nikki cross yeah um so so that's the thing man it's great for her i think it's a fresh face i i have no idea where they go with nikki from here like is she now going to be in something with charlotte presumably um if becky comes back is this going to be a short-lived thing oh man like there what do you think you hold your May. hands up tell me okay i held my my hands up because Celebrating her victory is as far as I'm going. The rest yeah. of the story, I'm nervous, mate, because I can see her losing at SummerSlam. I can see her losing before SummerSlam. Like, because we know the money feud is Charlotte versus Becky. So it's about how does um, Nikki Ash factor into the whole title landscape? Unless they do a title swap or she goes SmackDown, I am worried that she may not hold a title for that long. I'm just going to be happy for as long as she holds it. So I'm along for the ride. I don't think it'll be that long, unfortunately, based on history. Yeah. It's just like it. a Mick Foley, Mankind sort of thing. You know, it's like, uh. I know you mean. I mean, three-time champ, but for about combined seven days. Mm. Um, Gabe ever says, Talk Wrestling was on at the same time last night. It really was. Um, I believe it was because we had all these different um live stuff going on um i didn't even know it was getting pushed back until like the day so sorry that i didn't really inform anyone um but the podcast dropped today sammy callahan will and i obviously break down all things money in the bank and where we think things are going so get on that get on that if you can on all podcast providers uh thank you very much gate crasher yeah i um i i don't know with, with nikki but i do think it's very cool and it, it's a good character that they can really get behind. I'm not certain what's going on with Becky Lynch. I know like everyone thinks it's a lock. She's going to raw, but I have had a few people. I haven't reported it because again, like you need more than just hearsay, right. but I've had a few people kind of say, Oh, I think actually she's going to end up on SmackDown. And you know, there are reasons behind that. I guess you could look at it and go, okay, well, Seth's there. They're about to return to touring. True new baby uh i could i could buy it um but at the same time if you look at the two rosters and naomi has just gone over as well yeah ah, i find it kind of hard to buy that you know it'd be very lopsided the smackdown roster i think is great already it's stacked you got you got me <laughs> got Mia Yim over there doing nothing and she's great so um you know they've got all the talent in the world over there whereas raw not that they haven't got talent right but it's just uh, it's a bit shallow at the very top Shallow I think. Pool. Yeah, so, it's one of them, man. Uh, I, I who knows what direction is there, but I would say for Big E, especially having Kofi just being with Bobby Lashley, it seems a given that he'll cash in on Bobby Lashley, and I hope he does because I could conceivably believe that Big E would dethrone him. Roman Reigns, right now, I don't think anyone's going to touch him, right? Like no. Cena, uh, presumably Reigns will run through him eventually. And then you move on, and eventually we're still on that arc towards The Rock. Right. Let Big E do his thing, man. Let him reunite with the brothers on Monday Night Raw. Let them get the band back together, but he's the champ. 
I, I think there's a hell of a lot of potential in that man. Uh, I, I'm absolutely here for that. So I was very happy with how everything transpired. There was no like, you know, it, they didn't. I love Drew McIntyre, but they didn't go. Oh, you know, let's do a swerve and put it on Drew. None of that. Um, I thought Ricochet out of his skin performance. Uh, Morrison was class, as we all suspected they both would be. I, I just tweeted this not long ago. I think the the final stretch of that match, which is maybe seven eight minutes long, is outrageous. Like it, the, the, every spot is so well executed, inventive, and it's like Kevin Owens bumping. Kevin Owens is taking yeah, mad, mad. bumps, mad the, bumps. The, the the pop he got, by the way. Everyone loves KO man. I don't know if they're in, uh, he's due another title run. It's been four years as a baby face. He's, I think it'd be great. He's due. He really is. Um, where do you put him though? These are the, the, do you know what I mean? These are the things. Raw, um, I guess. Raw need more guys. I mean, uh, if because we want we want Big E to be the face of Raw, I guess, in, in a sense. And Kevin Owens, because of the Roman Reigns, you know, arc, he's kind of you know been under under the radar. Mm. I don't know where, where to put him. He he's due another title run, but probably after after Rock's gone, I guess. Once they've done that, once yeah. you know Rock has acknowledged. Roman Reigns as his tribal chief and goes back to Hollywood. Maybe KO's got like unfinished business. That's the only way I see that happening. You have to hold off like another year. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, obviously the draft is meant to be in October, so yeah. it, you could plausibly move him to Raw because he has already been a quite lengthy challenger to Roman, and that, it was great what they did. Um, but also, I think in the draft they'll just be giving Roman new challengers to tick him over to the Rock. Um, which is what they did masterfully kind of on the way to WrestleMania. You know, you, you had KO and you had the Uso storylines and all of that great stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I could see, I mean, Raw, I said this before, Money in the Bank. If I was WWE creative, I'd be looking at Cesaro, I'd be looking at Big E, and I'd be going, you know what, that's a fresh way we can inject into the into Monday Night Raw's world title scene, right? Because that is not overly crowded at the moment. Um, and I feel like there is space for believable contenders, and we could believe that Cesaro and Biggie could be victorious there. Whereas when Cesaro did face Roman, and it was great, but did anybody honestly think Cesaro was going to beat him? No. no, because we all know that Roman's on that trip, man. Yeah, hundred percent agree. That's, I mean, but, you know. so just to uh, recap a bit of SmackDown, what do you think of the potential feud between uh, Otis and Cesaro? How do you feel about that? I feel like it's just, it's going to sound so disrespectful to Otis because and it's not meant to, but it is a step back for Cesaro, who who made so many strides forward earlier this year, did the great stuff with Seth, got into the match with Roman, and now he's kind of just being programmed back into the mid card and presumably being a stepping stone for Otis. Don't you not because of how they built up Cesaro? Don't you not see it like it's him building Otis up in a way? Instead of the other yeah. way around, do you think? But he's- again, is is I think it is him being used for Otis, but also, I mean, Cesaro, Cesaro hasn't been there. It's yeah. not like you know, it's not like when Seth was trying to make Cesaro. Of course, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, it's different. Um, and and I still think Cesaro was in that realm. And just as fans get back, that was the time to kind of go look. You know, this guy, he's still your guy. We could do this with him. We could do that. And they've kind of just gone, ah, what are we going to do? So I don't know. Um, 
I'll give it a try. I like both guys, right? But yeah. it's, you know, Finn Balor's back. Him and Sami Zayn seem to be on a collision uh, course. Sami you know? Zayn's like a welcoming train for any like, returning wrestler, it seems like. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But still, I'm excited to see what him and Finn Balor can do in a, in a proper wrestling match because Sami Zayn is so often shackled with the cowardice of that is his character that we don't get like NXT against Nakamura, no. Sami Zayn. We don't get the guy that we all know is in there. Um, I just want to see it, man. Um, so I, I'm intrigued. I am intrigued with that. Speaking of returns, we know that Cena came back on Sunday to my word. One of the, I will go out and say it, all time pops. All time. Literally in the same realm as Austin helping mankind in 99, the Lesnar return. All of, uh, Triple H, MSG, maybe like it's in that. What about his return? What about his Madison Square Garden return at the Rumble? I, I, Do you think it I, thought, that? I thought it was bigger than that. Yeah, I did. You, mate, dude. Um, I got into it was controversial, but I tweeted that John Cena is the goat. You, you kind of you know responded to my tweet. I didn't say he wasn't. I just said you know like, like you said a lot of things that were, um, how can I put this? Like close ended. Like, he is the GOAT. Emphatically, you said that, right? <laughs> he is the GOAT. Okay, I had a reason for doing that, okay? Number one, so people know, my GOATs are The Rock, Bret Hart, to let's say extent Shawn Michaels, Cena, I loved him as a Dr. Fugonomics. I mean, in a WWE logic, the metric, nearly 20-year run as a top guy. His yeah. big matches combined is more than The Rock's and Austin. I was looking from a WWE logic on paper. On paper, you have to look at it like this, guys. From when Cena won the title, became a main eventer. From his stuff with Edge, RVD, uh, Punk, all the way to Styles. There's so many matches. Shawn Michaels. His match quality is probably higher than The Rock and Austin combined. On paper. <laughs> combined? You think better than those two combined? I'll tell you this right now. Cena, right, and he's got great matches on his resume, right? He had a great one with Styles. Um, we all remember the Punk match at Money in the Bank. Angle, you know, it's not so much more. He's 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 faced like okay, individually. Austin, Austin, Austin and Rock had great matches with Angle. Listen, like you, you, I, and I would argue that Austin, in fact, had better match with Angle than Cena ever did. What I will say here, none of them. This is tough because I agree on the longevity that was the key word that you used in your tweet and i agreed with it um that does he hit the same peaks did he have the same great matches has he got a rock and hogan has he styles i say in terms in terms of the the pop you think, Ray rumble you, you, you think forget Ray rumble he won the, the title hogan their match like, listen when they were in the ring and the match started, okay, not in terms of stardom. I'm talking about the atmosphere. People were nervous that Styles going to lose the title, and they delivered. Could they do what they did at SummerSlam? And they had a whopper of a match. I meant individually, John Cena's not a great wrestler individually. I think Rock, Austin, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels are better, better than him. But in terms of matches he's been in, he's been in a lot of great matches. The United States yeah, Open yeah. Challenge time as well. He was on his working boots. I mean, the later portion of his career, he finally got, he finally put it together how to be a great wrestler. That's he wasn't stumbling. He really, that's when he really like won me round, if I'm honest. Like same, I, I, same. Was, I was I was getting very bored 
of the, and I was explaining this on the radio yesterday. I was getting very bored of the um, Cena dynamic. It was like, uh, he did this with Kevin Owens. He did it with Bray Wyatt. He did it with Rusev. You win one match against Cena, but you do not win the war. You will lose the next two, right? Like Cena yeah. always won the war. You get the small rub of beating him and it was always, never clean, right? But you'd get the small rub. And that was considered the rub by you getting to win the first one, but then Cena won the next two. They did that for years. It was boring. He was always done, you know, uh, he was always positioned as the underdog, despite being one yeah, of the most jacked the human beings yeah. in history. Yeah. Uh, it, so it's not his fault, but I got very jaded with Cena at one point. I was just like, man, like, yeah, you know, I, I was one of them guys who was doing what everyone else was doing, going like, just turn him heel. I, I was I'm screaming that. I was screaming that. But then the US title run, I agree with you, man. I was very, very much like, ah, uh, yeah, this now I'm feeling this week in, week out, having bangers, Sami Zayn debut, all of that great stuff. Um, I just, I, I, I have to really disagree. The atmosphere for Rock and Hogan, I don't think, is matched by okay. any much, right, okay. much less Cena styles. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, you know what, yeah? My error. Cena and The Rock, the first one. That atmosphere was great. It wasn't Hogan and, and you know, Rock level. But mm. you know, nothing Rock, is though. Nothing is, yeah, yeah. so it's fine. That that can be like third place after like you know Austin and 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 Rock. But Cena was in an era where you know ruthless aggression era was like probably the most creative bankrupt. You know the decline of creativity. So Cena is guilty by association. He's got the stink of that <laughs> era on him. <laughs> He's got the stink. Yeah. 
of the PG era as well. So you, you can't blame him. I think seeing an attitude error in the new generation era, you name it, shackles off, he would have been one of the best. I agree. But I meant in WWE logic, in Vince McMahon's mind, probably John Cena is the guy. I meant in that that way because, you know, Luke was calling me out on the WrestleTalk podcast yesterday saying, you know, Sat being one of the guys, saying that John Cena is the greatest of all time. I meant from the WWE standpoint, like he's not my personal GOAT. I, I, it's fair, I appreciate because we, we couldn't. We couldn't deduce that from a tweet, you know. I waited, uh, I waited, I waited. I, 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 you know, co-host the show on Tuesdays, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> when I can verbally convey what a tweet <laughs> cannot do. Right here, I am hot, taken, hot, taken for all of you guys. Whew. Yeah, I, 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 no, I, and listen, what I will say for that, um, if if we were to sit here and go, this is just my argument. Everyone can say I'm wrong. It's fine. We could sit here and go match for match and just literally, let's say we did a top 10 of both men, right? Mm. And I imagine Cena's by proxy of being longer, you know, by default. Rock, you remember, Rock's run is like six years. Yeah. In, all in all, you know, I, mean, I know he was there till 2003 and he goes to Goldberg and comes back 2004 for one. But all in all, you know, he takes a big break in 2001. It's probably about six and a bit years. It's not a massive run. Um, you know, he's even injured before he really gets going as well and he comes back as a hill. But still, if you actually stack them up, I, I could see that Cena's more varied and, you know, he's had the, the maybe he's worked with a greater variety of opponents. And, you know, you could say, yeah, he was great here and he was great here. He hasn't got a Rock and Austin. He hasn't. He hasn't got a rock and Hogan. Like, and that to me is what makes the greats the greats. That's what moved the business. That is what was defining of an era, an iconic moment. I think Cena has got the CM Punk one, but I think it's more CM Punk's moment than his, right? Like the money in the bank thing. And I know it takes two to tango. I just mean the first thing I think of of, of that moment is CM Punk for obvious reasons. Um, do, you, do you think maybe SummerSlam maybe that moment? Him and Reigns in that ring. Maybe, definitely, that definitely a moment? moment. Definitely. I said this as well the other day. Um, when you look at the fact that these are two of the biggest stars of their generations, right? You, you, When all is said and done, they'll probably both be, in WWE's eyes, two, two of the top ten, right? When it's, all do- when it's all settled. They've only met once, one-on-one. Once! Four that. years ago. They yeah, they they did. They rushed through it because Cena was on his, you know, he, they knew he was going to go and do something. But, you know, Cena cooked that guy. He cooked him on the microphone in the lead up to that, right? Yeah. And, and I feel like <laughs> that it's so ready for it now because it's a different Roman. Four years ago, it's fresh. We've got a new main event. Everyone is ready for Cena to come back. Roman yeah. is rolling as a heel. The, to me, to do this match, maybe the stars couldn't have aligned better, Sat. Maybe. Yeah, I agree, man. 100%. I don't know. Um, but, well, yeah, so I do think, in summary, that you have great merits for your case. I, I, I just took exception to the matter of fact that it was like he was factually had the record over them. But maybe you have to remember, I'm always going to back the rock. <laughs> always <laughs> always and forever. To be honest, in the, the GOAT may be Bruno Sammartino, but he's before my time. I mean, the guy held the title for a long time. Biggest draw. I'm not a Jim Cucknett. But yes. I'm not ah, Jim ah. Cucknett. So, you know, I'm not the Cucknett guy, you know, who talks about drawing and star power. That's before my time. But, mm. um, yeah, it could be Bruno, but that's before my time. I mean. <laughs> I, I would always say, 
uh, without getting too deep into like business, I I would always say that Austin is the goat. Yeah. Um. It, it, by all those metrics, because he had the business at the yeah. hottest time it ever was. He sold the most merch. He sold the most pay per views. He sold out arenas and live events. Like by any metric or criteria you possibly want to consider, ratings as well. Nobody reached the higher heights than him. And maybe, but you know, maybe as a byproduct of that, The Rock is very close to him because it's the same era. Austin goes down. Business doesn't go down though because The Rock no. was right there. Um. So I think again. The era plays a part, but but Austin ushered in that era. So to me, it's to me, I, don't, I think it's very hard to argue against him. Even though if, I guess the closest argument you just said, San Martino just selling out MSG, and when it was more of a territory, yeah, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan basically put WrestleMania Ooh. on his back. I know, Ooh. brother. I don't want to. I don't want to make this call. I'm not going to back the guy, but um. That's that's what WWE was built upon. Essentially, was WrestleMania, yeah, I know, I know, and he, I know. and he's a core of it. So, either way, we, we, you know, just 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 because it's Alex McCarthy's wrestling daily, we're gonna kick Hogan out. <laughs> he's yeah. kicked. He's kicked. Uh, listen, we've got a few people in the chat, and I've seen there's a few birthdays. If I'm not mistaken, a couple, which is which is wild. Uh, I want to say it was Hector Rodriguez's birthday. But I don't want to say that and be wrong. Hector, pipe up in the chat. Let us know. Is it your birthday? I need to know these things. I I can sing your happy birthday, mate, if it's your birthday. I I also believe it's Callum's birthday as Uh well, um, which is crazy. Two birthdays going down. Um, A final reminder before we get into this, guys. Do subscribe uh, and all of that good stuff to wrestling daily make sure you give us the thumbs up you can join you can be as cool as carol one's rowcroft look at that there you go i mean she's talking about her general stuff but she has a logo next to her name and you can too um so make sure you get involved Uh, and as i say last reminder for the ultra chats if you do not want to be on video maybe you just want to chuck something in the mix from afar just want to drop it in there sat you know, just want to drop an opinion in. You don't want to stay. You just want yeah. to what? You just want to watch the world melt around. You can do that with an ultra chat. So feel free to drop that on by to us and in amongst the videos, we will make sure we get to it. And we do have a couple here. We do have a couple. So um, I think we'll have to come back to them at the end because we have people waiting. We have waiting in the chat. What I will say is, we didn't even get to. Carrion Cross. Oh, yes. <laughs> Dude. Uh, I don't know. Guys in the back end that I can see right now, can see your lovely faces. Who wants to talk Carrion Cross? Anyone in particular? Everybody. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> right. Matt Nettick Field caught my eye the most in his Chelsea jersey. So I'm going to let you come on and dissect the fall of the NXT champion. Now, have I got this right again? There he is! Hello, Matt Nettick. Thanks for pointing out the, the best team in, uh, in, in England. I'm not going to challenge you with Newcastle, I'm afraid. I've got nothing nothing to bring to the table here. Um, thanks for Kennedy for the, the year we had him. Anyway, uh, let's talk, man. Carrion Cross oh, on oh, Raw. Oh, oh. It was oh, oh. a big debut. And Jeff Hardy went over. What did you make Yay. of it? Well, uh, this was actually the, the first Raw in like three months I've watched. 
goes creatively for the last three months, it's just it's hard to watch. Um, so I, yeah. I can't remember what broke me. So in the end, I just gave up and I just watched SmackDown and NXT because they had a glimmer of hope in those. Raw was just, I'm done. So after Money in the Bank, I, I came back last night and I thought I'd watch it even watch it live. And you know, obviously you probably know, 1 a.m. watching Raw is tough as it's it hard. is. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, when I, when I thought, I was probably quite worried when they actually pre-announced Karrion Cross. I was like, oh no, they're not going to leave it a surprise. You have no faith in him. And I was like, oh, here we go. And then as soon as all the bells and whistles got taken away from him, I was even more dressed. No scarlet, no smoke, no nothing. Just walked to the ring like a, a general lad. And it, as soon as as soon as no more words hit, I was like, here we go, squash. And then that happened, and my, my jaw just dropped. I was hyped. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> now, it, to be fair here, <laughs> I'm going to try my best. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Hardy uh, obviously scores the victory. Uh, mm. I love Jeff Hardy, for the record. Yes. Um, and I have been shouting from the rooftops how terribly he's been treated um, during this run. And he gets the victory. And I guess by WWE booking language, he cheated uh, by oh. getting extra leverage. And thus... Karrion Cross is somewhat protected, <laughs> but it doesn't feel like it. The NXT champion hasn't eaten a pin since he's been in the company until last mm-hmm. night. Very similar, by the way, as Mansoor, who hadn't lost in like two years or something stupid. And he came to the main roster first night. DQ, thank you very much. So uh, I've seen that Sean Ross uh, sat and, and others have speculated or said that some talent believe it's Vince McMahon making a point. Like, it doesn't matter. And he did this, you might remember, around the invasion angle. doesn't matter where you've been. Don't care. Don't care about NXT, which is a perverse way of thinking because it is his company still. But it doesn't matter what you've done in NXT. Once you come up to the main roster, you're his. And that's basically his way of breaking you in. Isn't that counterintuitive, Sat? Well, okay. I want to ask people a question. Is NXT a developmental, yes or no? No, it's on a network. So you don't class it as a developmental anymore? I would, but they don't. I'll tell you that for nothing. I think that's the issue. I think Vince is a developmental. Triple H believes it. It's a third brand. There so it it, in my mind, if we're back in 2002 and you've got OVW heavyweight champion Leviathan debuts on SmackDown as Deacon Batista, wouldn't people kick a fuss as well? Like Leviathan was an OVW. Now he's Devon's um, henchman. What I'm trying to say is WWE, uh, NXT is like a proof of concept for Vince. What can they do? All right, this is what they can do. I like this, I like that. Okay, Keith Lee, okay, hide the belly. In Vince's mind, NXT is not WWE canon. I'm used to it. I, I'm with you guys. I, I think it sucks. But after what happened to Keith Lee and and um, and yeah. Bobby Roode, I'm so numb to it that I, Rick, I can't be disappointed anymore. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's part of the course. EC3. They botched that. After Web to EC3, I was like, yeah, I'm LA Knight, stay away, because that's going to be you next. I don't, for me, <laughs> Alex, what, what I'm trying to say is that my faith is gone, that whatever happens, I'm like, eh, at least he didn't lose to Reginald. That's where, where I am right now. At least he <laughs> lost to a former WWE champion. That's the only positivity I'm taking away from it, because I'm not going to get mad over Karrion Cross. That's I, why. I, I, I must <laughs> say, I do... I, I do feel like, um, obviously, the main difference there is OVW isn't on the same network as Raw at the yeah. time. But otherwise, you wouldn't, you know, because Prototype and Leviathan, like, who who really, I didn't know about them before they debuted. I didn't know nothing. I was a kid. But I didn't know nothing. Um, you did. 
you OVW website. I was such a nerd. I went on the OVW website. I was like, okay, Alton, Cena, Cody Runnels. I know, trust Runnels. me, like Paul Burchill, the Ripper. Listen, mate, I was going there, Kate, you know, the cat, Katie Lee, you know, before she was Katie Lee Burchill. Dude, I, I was I was deep in the OVWs, then the DSWs. Man, I was deep in the... I only know who's coming up, so I had the advantage to know them and watch them on YouTube. I was that much of a nerd. Yeah. I knew, I I knew nothing. I'm probably in the worst period wrestling in the, 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 the reality era in 2008, which was just... Oh, as a kid, I was only, what, 13 when I started watching, so I wasn't in the... between no sort of stuff. Looking back I at it now, mad. I joined at the worst period of time. <laughs> uh, yeah, Listen, you've, got the, you've got you've got the network you can go back um what, what uh, final thing matt before we move on brother like uh what was your maybe favorite thing about money in the bank or you know or if you want to tie a bow on carrying cross do you think he has to drop the nxt title soon like and who who would you drop it to give us some thoughts I mean, in terms of carrying cross i mean I'll, I'll quickly pitch in what we said before nxt was seen as a third brand but now after losing losing the war, AEW Vince has given up, and that's why last night happened. Because he, uh, as mentioned before, it's a message sent. Um, Vince doesn't care anymore, and that is the, the final nail in NXT's coffin in regards to being a third brand. Uh, but I, in terms of who Karen Cross loses it to, in terms of what NXT are trying to tell us, because I feel I feel bad for them because they they're trying to build him up and, and Vince is not having him. Um, I think it's got to be Joe. That's the only thing that makes sense storyline, right? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, man, you remember when they had NXT Win Survivor Series? Doesn't that feel oh, a long time ago? Oh. Um, <laughs> that was, that was the of actually knowing what NXT was, and then AEW happened. I think I think that was just his his effort of going. Please watch this on USA Network. And yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, Matt, you've been great, my friend. We look forward to having you on once again in the near future. Take care of yourself, brother. Thanks for stopping. Bye. I can see Forgotten Wonders. Urbex lurking. There he is. Oh, he's got a mic as well. Hello, brother. Hi. Hi, guys. I finally moved into my new apartment so I can finally phone in. It's great to talk to you. Uh, First thing, this is very weird to me because since like 2006, people have been calling me Sat. And it's just a nickname. And this is the first time I meet someone whose actual name is Sat. So it's are you, been... <laughs> are you, so you're Sat's vote, right? You're Sat's vote. Yeah, it's the same account. It's the same account. Uh, just because I have, a, I don't really have a, a, a YouTube account. I use this one for my Urbex videos. But yes, it's the same. Uh, it's, it's the same person. It's, the, it's, the, it's an account I created years ago. So yeah, good to meet you, Seth. Is the, oh, <laughs> funny enough, first. today today one of the mods asked me, asked actually, he said, "Is the Sat vote the same Sat from Wrestling Daily?" I was like, <laughs> "Dude, at one point I was questioning myself, am I Sat's vote?" Because I see the chat and I'm like, "Is that me?" But yeah, guys, we're two different people. Yeah, <laughs> kind of different, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can see some similarities. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the mic. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, it's great being here. I've been, you know, following the show for a for a long while now. And my question about Karrion Cross is, why do you think Vince? Because I assume he's the one making the decision. Why do you think he takes away Scarlett? Because according to Vince's track record, you know, she's a very beautiful woman. 
she is blonde she can act on tv she can actually perform she can add to to the act she's not just you know a valet or someone inexperienced so in your opinion why is it not considering bringing her on is it because he doesn't actually maybe uh, know the characters in nxt he just sees you know a big guy and says yeah bring him up we could use him because you know bruce preacher has been talking about this in the past in his uh, podcast about you know they um, uh, people in wwe looking at the developmental and saying oh yeah it looks cool bring him up but disregarding the character could this be the same reason or, or what do you think about that i think for carrying cross um it's not out of the realm of possibility that scarlet will join him eventually um but by all accounts what we heard about the dark matches or the trials or whatever you want to call them um she had her own so maybe vince sees her as a performer we all know she can wrestle maybe he sees her that way as opposed to being a part of the act of carrying cross um i don't know vince's feelings of course but to me i feel like scarlet adds a lot Carrying Cross's presentation. It was probably the strongest part of him in the early NXT run, if you ask me. That kind of um, larger-than-life and awesome entrance, all of that stuff. I think that really plays a part for him. Um, I just... I mean, it, sh- seeing what they did with him last night on Raw does not inspire me to believe that they have a plan for him, just more that it's good to have him. So I don't think that's good news, but I also don't think it's like locked up that Scarlett won't be a part of the deal moving forward. You know, they, they, they'll want that. The performers will anyway. What do you think, Sat? Well, I guess the only example I have of pairings that existed in NXT and didn't make it to the main roster together is Enzo, Big Cass and Carmella. Carmella came in individually after Enzo and Big Cass and she was put on a different show. So I, I do worry for Karrion Cross. Because I think the big part of the entrance was because it was tailor-made for the both of them. In yeah. terms of the entrance, you visualize Scarlet in front and then you got Karrion Cross brooding in the background. Without, without Scarlet in the front, you just have Karrion Cross's, all right. It's kind of like a, a, a musical, a dance. All right. Okay. She's not here. Uh, okay. Okay. Now, now, now I have to brood and, and then I'm singing <laughs> parts of my lyrics, but I shouldn't be singing it. So I think, yeah, if they gave him a different song, or completely did a, a change. If you're going to bring him by himself, at least change parts of it because it's noticeable that it's something different, something's changed, something missing. But I hope they bring her in and they realize the error of their ways, but they really debuted him. First impression is key. I just, I don't know, guys. It's kind of like debuting Undertaker, but then again, they got rid of Brother Love and bought him, and bought him Paul Barrow. So it's exactly. But I mean, that's also yeah. the thing. Like, you look at Scarlett and, and you know, can Vince actually resist not having a love triangle or, <laughs> or oh, something of that nature? Man. You know, you know, you know what happened. You know it's going to happen. Uh, they will put Liv Morgan in there to be the lover again. <laughs> there you go.
Well, yeah. Oh, my word. Uh, Forgotten Wonders, Urbex. Uh, any closing thoughts, my brother, before we have to move on? I see Injection 2K sitting there in the background, and he is up next. What do you want to say, man? Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, I think when it happens, uh, we should also mention the positives. And I think WWE still, to this day, when they get it right, they really, really get it right. And I really liked Money in the Bank. I really liked it a lot. To the point where after the men's money in the bank match ended, I closed my stream because I legit thought the show was over and I thought it was like a five-star show. I was, oh man, this was great. What a great match. What a great ending. Then I went on YouTube and I started seeing pictures of John Cena. So I was like, wait a minute, did I miss part of the show? Did I stop too soon? And I remember I just completely skipped over the, the main event. Because I legit thought after the man's money in the bank, I, I thought the show was done and I thought it was great. Then I went back I, and I, of course I watched the main event and it was super cool. But, you know, I'm just saying that on a positive note. I think the show was really, really good. Uh, I think fans added a lot to it, but we must recognize the fact that the show was really great. The performers were amazing. The man's ladder match is one of the best ever of all the ladder matches involving the, the briefcase. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just really, really cool to see. I can't wait, you know, for the next shows. And I really hope that with the world opening up, uh, AEW also comes back to Europe because if they come to the UK, I'd love to come over and, you know, attend an event in person again and see them for the first time. And, you know, if you happen to have any meetups or stuff like that with the rest of talk boys, it will be amazing. So I hope to see you soon. I'll call in again another time. Thanks for having me. See you next time. Thanks for coming. My man. Great debut. Wanders Urbex. Take care of yourself, my man. And here he is. Maximum Alexin. Injection 2K. What do you want to say, man? You look What's amped. up, everybody? What's up, Wrestling Daily? Get this channel to how many subscribers they need so they can go and face Russell Talk at Mania in War Games. That is it. That is Get that promo out. <laughs> There's fire coming out of his mouth. Look at it. Preach. Oh, damn. Injection 2K, man. What do you want to talk about today? Tell me. I... Honestly, laughs when Carrie and Cross lost. Hang on one second. No, Carol, you have not missed my rant. It will come. Patience is a virtue. Uh, <laughs> injection, keep going, my friend. Yeah, I laugh when he lost. I think it took till today to realize it affected NXT. And then seeing Paul Rosenberg's tweet, it really pissed me off. <laughs> because he effectively just said wins and losses don't matter. Like Eric, we all have been saying that, but now he just kind of confirmed it. I'm just like, why doesn't it matter? I look at AEW. I want to look at WWE the same way I look at AEW. Why am I looking at AEW and being like, oh, this show is actually fun. And I'm enjoying this show. When I look at Raw, I'm like, Okay, um, this segment was cool. This segment was cool. This segment was cool, but overall, the show was okay. SmackDown, I'm starting to get get a little bit the same way I feel about Raw. NXT is sort of the same way I feel about AEW, just a little bit, just a little bit down tier. 
So it's like, I don't want to keep looking at WWE as a lower tier company, even though they are a top tier company. And it's sickening that Karrion Cross, your NXT champion, lost to a guy that hasn't won a match. Like, well, I ain't going to say hasn't won a match, but hasn't had a winning streak going. It would have made a little bit more sense if uh, Jeff Hardy had more of a winning streak. But even then, you still give Karrion Cross the win because he's your champion on NXT. And then now you see reports coming out saying this was a message from Vince. I'm like, it yeah, it boggles my mind. I'm just like kind of it processed overnight, and now I'm seeing the ramifications. Now NXT tonight is gonna be weird to watch. Mm. All that steam Karrion Cross had last week choking out Samoa Joe. <laughs> and then he turns up on Raw and he's done. Look, I, again, um, I'm not like the... I don't want to phrase this the wrong way. Not that I don't like Karrion Cross, but I'm not like... Yeah. You know, I, w- I wasn't like furious that he lost or I wasn't up in arms. I was more mad at like the, symboliz- the symbolism of it. That, you know, that's, that's the NXT champion on Raw. Um, I love Jeff Hardy as well, so I wasn't mad at that. But it was just like, man, you Triple H does all this work so often to build people and they come to the main roster and it just isn't the same representation at all. You know, like Keith Lee, Keith Lee entered the main roster as he he just become, just had been double champion. First ever NXT, uh, double champion. He gets there. Yeah, he gets there and he beats Randy Orton. Amazing, right? Everyone's, everyone's, the rocket is right up him. And then just the wheels fall off straight away. Next thing you know, he's getting sent back to the performance center. Then we don't see him for six months. Like there's just, I, it, I, don't, I don't know. We could sit here all night and speak about rhyme and reason of Vincent Mann in NXT. And I don't know we'd ever get to the bottom of it. And I feel like one day somebody's going to say straight up, this sucks. Like while they're still employed in the company, because I can't be there backstage knowing that I have a winning streak going and that you're just going to ruin it for no reason. Mm. And then next week, if we see the same match and Jeff Hardy wins again, then you're basically telling me your NXT champion is a loser and Adam Cole was really right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the grand story. Now I, I don't know. It's 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 um it's a strange one because that's what WWE will do now. They will just have a series of matches. There's not going to be any real story. It's just that's what WWE do. They rematch City, and and I get why that's boring and stale to some people, which it is. But I don't know. Man. You, brought, you brought up Keith Lee, and I'm like, yeah, they use Keith. I I didn't even mind Keith Lee. I popped when he came back. I didn't yeah. know him losing because I was like. It's your champion. I don't know where it's going. And that had the process overnight, too. That, yeah, you should have used somebody like Cedric Alexander. Xavier Woods would have been perfect for that role to try to advance Kofi Kingston. You take out Xavier Woods. You don't have Big E on the show at all, but you have him reference what's going on on Raw on SmackDown or have Roman Reigns reference was going on 
to Biggie was going on SmackDown. But and then you have Goldberg come back, which Goldberg lost. I'm so sick of him being the title title picture. I know you're gonna rant about it later, but I'm so sick of him being the title picture. He don't deserve it. He either he's losing a title match or he's holding a title for a month. He's always a transitional champion just to put somebody that either that's either a part timer or somebody we are not organically into. Like you put them over, like at least Bobby Lashley might win, but Bobby Lashley's reign as champion might either come to a head. I predict that SummerSlam or the WWE draft. Yeah, I think whenever Lesnar feels like coming back is my pick, but there you have it, man. Um, Jackson, you've been tr- tremendous as usual, my friend. Thank you very much for joining us. Hey, nice gonna- to meet you too, Seti. Yo, man, it's a pleasure meeting you too, man. Great points you you spouted out, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, uh, come back soon, Injection 2K. We love you here, I brother. Will. Take it easy. Uh, Nad, I see. Lingering. How are you doing, my mustache mountain man? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? <laughs> I wish I could grow what you've got. I've just got whiskers. Uh, I'm not too bad, man. Uh, what do you want to say? And Before you go off on a tangent, I want to talk about uh, Goldberg myself. You see, um, I can stomach Goldberg, to be quite honest. I can. I can stomach him. But... <laughs> let, let's just drink in that sentence for a second. I can stomach I him. Can I love stomach him. Yeah. Like the, last, the last time we saw Goldberg was 20 years ago. The man we're seeing today is Oldberg. And in my opinion, he's not worth having. He's too dangerous. The man has three moves, and he can't perform them properly. That super thick, uh, super kick thing he does... And we all remember what happened with uh, Bret Hart, where he kicked uh. his head off. The spear, and I don't know how you can botch a spear, but I remember when he speared the ring post and gave himself a concussion. And, of course, uh, the jackhammer, the most iconic finisher maybe in wrestling, and just doesn't look like uh, you know how it used to be. And you remember when he dropped the Undertaker on his head. I Brain like Bobby Lashley. I don't want him to get hurt. I don't think Goldberg is worth having nowadays. I don't care how many uh, casuals he brings in. It's not worth it. He's too dangerous. You want to do this now? You want to do this now? Sat, I'll let you go first, brother. What what are your feelings on it? Uh, You know what? I'm I'm conflicted. First of all, I would like, you know, Keith Lee to be given the opportunity that Goldberg's getting. I just want to clear that up. So it's not happening. I would have liked Brock Lesnar to face Goldberg. I mean, to face um, Bobby Lashley. That's the dream yeah. match we've been envisioning for, you know, 15 years or how many years, you know, since Lashley's been on the main roster. That's not happening. So I guess marquee match-wise, not skill set-wise, in terms of a name value, you if if Lashley wins, then I guess it's a good thing. It would, it's kind of like Drew McIntyre. You've got that win over Goldberg. They're looking at it from a marquee standpoint. For me, that's the only positive I can see of it. If Goldberg wins, man, again, I'm going to be even more ambivalent and become a heart of stone when it comes to wrestling. I just hope that the Goldberg path will lead to Big E cashing in money in the bank. That's what I'm hoping. That's the only positive I can give to you guys. Because Goldberg was a big name for like three years in WCW, but he hasn't warranted the amount of times we've seen him since. But on paper, he's a big name, guys. 
I hope you're right, right, when it comes to the Big E thing. I do. I understand why WWE think Goldberg is valuable. I understand that, you know, we saw it today, Andrew Zarian talking about it, that, you know, whatever metrics they measure it by, be it ratings or social media impressions, whatever, they think Goldberg is a needle pusher for them. Goldberg is quite literally useless in the ring at this age. I'll go as far as to say. At his peak, I liked Goldberg. He was intriguing, right? He's dynamic. It was exciting. 98, 99. Even by 2000, it was a bit, hmm. He comes to WWE in 2003. Didn't love the way Rock <laughs> just got absolutely annihilated for him. But what you will say for The Rock is The Rock put him over as strongly as humanly possible. He did. Great. His run then, the year that he did have, was kind of marred among Triple H at his absolute politicking highest. Oh. So that is not a good combination to begin with. I liked what he did with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 33. You see what I'm doing here? It's like a compliment sandwich, right? I liked what he did there. Uh, I was at that WrestleMania. They had, what was it? Eight minutes of just a car crash. That's what it had to be. Since then, he's been actively detrimental. Every match he's been in, how he has detracted from it. He can't even perform the smallest moveset in wrestling. If you can't do that anymore, then why are you here? I understand he has the name value. I'm not... I'm not even mad at the guy for taking Vince's money. It's not his fault. Not his fault at all. Vince is going to chuck money at me to get in there and do some fucking roly-polies. I'll get in there. But the point is, Goldberg, and you're, you're putting him in prominent title spots. You ruined the Fiend's momentum because you thought that would be the biggest way you could get cheers for Roman Reigns at that point. Do you understand how stupid that is to scupper the Fiend because you think... Goldberg will be a bigger win for a guy that people didn't want to cheer for. That is still the most stupid thing I've ever heard. You carry it on. The the Undertaker match is literally one of the worst wrestling matches you'll ever watch. Like into it's it's sad. It's sad is what it is. And it's all because Goldberg, Undertaker is in his 50s anyway, and he's trusting Goldberg way past his prime to look after his six foot nine frame. You, and he's got a concussion because he's just being whatever he is. It's very frustrating to watch him work with these talent, but he can't actively give them anything. That's the bottom line. What do you get from working with Goldberg other than the rub of his name, which to me hasn't been relevant for, well, how how long now? 99, what's that, 22 years? That's a long time, right, to, to say... This is what we want from it. I don't see how it benefits anybody. I don't get excited to watch the match. He only has one match, and that is the sprint with the limited moveset that he has. I was nervous the whole time he faced Drew. Um, why does he get a title shot? He lost to Braun Strowman in a, a glorified squash, right? Comes straight back in with a title match against Drew McIntyre. Lost, lost that. And now he's coming back in with a title match again. I understand that he only has two matches a year, but use him elsewhere. Use him. Big E, slap some meat with Big E. Give, that'll give Big E a rub. Do something with Riddle and that genuine animosity. Use that to help those people. Bobby Lashley and Goldberg are just going to have another sprint finisher fest. What does that do for anyone? It's stale. I've seen what Goldberg does. There's no anticipation for me. For what I enjoy in my wrestling, I would rather see what uh, 
what Nad said, uh, and Sat, I believe you said it earlier, get Keith Lee in there. Give me a real match. Give me somebody who's who's worked for it and deserved it. I don't want to see Goldberg in title situations because the two outcomes are, A, he wins it. He wins it. Imagine that. Kevin Owens didn't deserve to, to lose his uh, WrestleMania moment with Chris Jericho. The only saving grace from that is that Lesnar and Goldberg actually delivered a good match. But still, shouldn't have been at Kevin Owens' expense. Didn't need the title per se. <sighs> it's exhausting that WWE don't see Goldberg in any other light than the tip top top. And I don't see him in that regard, which is why for guys of my generation, and you see this on Twitter, it doesn't resonate with us. It doesn't. We've seen it. What else is there to see for Goldberg? He can't even do what was his best attraction. I would love him to go out there and prove me wrong. He, I've it's too many times where it hasn't worked for me. Give me Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam. Fine. You want him on the card? Help someone like that? Fine. It's the way they use him. It doesn't work for me. There's obviously a generation of people it does work for, but it's not me. Sorry, Ned. I've taken over your call. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I mean, uh, let's just forget the in-ring stuff in terms of storylines, character building, even cutting a promo. He just, like, he had one job yesterday just to go out and say that he's next. And he yelled so loud I could hear static in my headphones. I don't, I don't think if it was just me or you guys as well. Nah, but it was, there was some weird feedback. I, heard, I mean, I heard he, he just he can't even yell. I, I don't know. I always, <laughs> I think, think. I, I always think like it, it's fine. Like if 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 you came on this call right and you and Nad and you said I like Goldberg, that wouldn't like it does that wouldn't bother me if you know what I mean. Like it's fine that if people do like him. I'm just saying for me that is not what I want in wrestling. That's not what works for me. So it's fine if there are people out there who do enjoy Goldberg or get excited when he comes back around. And that's that's not what I'm getting at. I'm not being like, everybody should rally against Goldberg. It's just my personal taste. It doesn't work for me. And I think that's the thing where WWE still gets so much away from it, right? They get so much out of it as the metrics we were talking about earlier that they kind of, don't worry about the in-ring product that so many of us are worried about. Do you know what I mean? They check that at the door because they go, here is a name. Ah, it's counterproductive to me. Let's hope um, at least he's safe in the ring and everything goes as planned. Yeah. And, and that's the thing you said as well. You said about the promo. Like, he's never been a good promo, has he? Right? Like, no, I, no. I, 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 And this is what I'm getting at. He's just never been for me, really. I think that's where this all stems from. But... um. But Nadman, um, do you think Bobby Lashley beats him? Like, honestly, put your WWE hat on. Do you think Bobby Lashley beats him? I don't, uh, I don't have the energy to book for WWE. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> Not for free. Not for free. Yeah. <laughs> like that, I'm hoping Big E cashes in and he slaps some meat because I know it's one of his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> slapping meat. I love how we can say that so matter-of-factly now. I hope he goes in there and slaps some meat. I hope he does. <laughs> so good. Nad, uh, even though I've dominated your call, you've been a very good caller, my friend. I hope you come back soon. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much, much brother. Cheers, buddy. Uh, before we end the show, I'm going to flash Bubba 
not my bits, but because he has a wrestling daily show on that I want people to see. Um, Can't be seen without cutting my own bits. (laughs) I will. I mean, Bubba, listen, we want the merchandise and it ain't your face. Come on now. That's fair. (laughs) Listen, this was just a drive by because I have to give a birthday shout out, Bubba. Thank you very much for being always you. Um, The quiz master. Sorry, mate, just to stop by for you as well. Uh, But also the birthday boy come. I'll bring on I'll, I'll bring on Tyler with you because Hello. You know, you are podcast host. But happy birthday, Callum man. Thank you very much for stopping by. We were supposed to do a stream, but I had technical difficulties and it was thunder and lightning here. So we were supposed to do a birthday stream for him, but we've had about thunder and lightning here. Can I quickly mention I'm doing uh, last fan standing next Monday with you guys? I just want to plug that yes. quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 7 p.m. That is, is such a pro already, isn't he? Look at him. <laughs> 7 p.m. on next Monday. I will get the... I'll get everything sent out and everything like that. If you have any questions for him, tweet at last... LFS underscore YouTube. Tweet, tweet me some questions that you want to give to Sat and I will send them out to him. I will give him however long I have him for. We will get to as many questions as we can. Awesome. I do have a few questions for him anyway. I will share this. I'm going to share and watch this. No loud. I'm going to give you the rub, the proverbial rub. Uh, My my presenter heart is warmed by Saturn. (laughs) I'm like a proud father. Um, AMAC, my big brother, man. AMAC, I love this guy, man. Guys, he's And he'll be our first interview as well. So he is no pressure on us. But, oh, <laughs> I look forward to it, guys, man. Like, thank you so much for always you know, supporting the show and making appearances. So, of course, always. Wrestling Daily Community, I've got you guys, man. All love, man. All love. And listen, uh, we're going to have to let you both go, especially because uh, it is showtime. Done. But Callum, man, happy, how old today, brother? Yeah, I'm 25. 25? Wow. In your prime, young man. Yeah. I wish I... I'm 33 and struggs. Don't worry, mate. You I'm, got 31. I'm 31. So. <laughs> on, chat, on chat manager, me and Sat are coming out of our prime. You guys are coming in. There you go. You've got mm. the best years. You've, you've got our number. All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. Enjoy yourselves. And we have to give a quick shout out because he's waiting so patiently. Breeze! Breeze, Joshi! How are you, brother? I'm fine. I'm fine. Actually, we have covered almost everything. There's nothing left to say. Old Naomi, birds. Naomi being traded to SmackDown. Yes, dream is coming true. And one ah. more thing, one more thing. Biggie won the money in the bank. Biggie, yes sir. <laughs> Something is up. My dog, uh, Breeze. Wow, what a great cameo that was. Uh, my man, we will make you on first next week if you make the stop. No, you can be the first. no worries at all, man. No worries at all. We will see you Just next Tuesday. You, Breeze. I will see you next Tuesday. All right, brother. Sure, man. Goodbye. Have fun. Okay, and happy birthday to all of the guys. Thank you, brother. Take care of yourself. And we're big again. Oh, man. It's a, it's a rush getting through these guys, right? It's tough. Yeah, man. <laughs> it, feels, it feels like, what, an Iron Man match of sorts? <laughs> oh, mate. Gauntlet, were, a gauntlet. That's the mate, one. You're on fire. Them, them gold book points, they, they, they're correct, man. I, I agree with you, 110%. I wish we had a chance to talk about Naomi, you know, trading SmackDown in 90s and so yeah. forth. We can do that next Bloodline. week. Bloodline. 
And, and I just want to give that shout out to SP3, who'll be my fe fellow daily boys, daily brother, who'll be in tomorrow. Miss Dynamite, Steph Chase is doing on Thursday. And then Friday, there's always a mystery guest. A Mac, do you know who it is? Are you, are you, I do. You it's Adam Blompier. It's going to be a reverse Quizzlemania. Here I on the Wrestling Daily, brother. It's going to be great. I can't wait. What a week. What a lineup. What a, what a family we have amassed here on Wrestling Daily, man. Very delighted to have that. Uh, sat, man. I'll say this again. Sat next to you guys see it in the top right-hand corner. The guy is very involved with the wrestling debates on Twitter. So make sure you get involved with your boy. Uh, thank you so much for joining in tonight. You guys have been great talkers. I kind of feel bad about slating Goldberg because I'm not really the slating type, right? Like I'm much, I'm very, um, what's the best way I can it was describe constructive, this? Man. It was constructive. I, 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 like I, I'm trying to like, I'm not trying to ah, like slate him. It's just, it's just my feeling. It's right? a fact, you know though, I mean? it's a fact. It's facts. You're, you're, you're hitting facts. It's no lie there. I see no lies. I got eyes too. I've seen what you've seen. We see it's the truth. Listen, Gatecrasher knows. He knows. Ultra Chats, man. We nearly skated by them. Let's go here. Uh, Gatecrasher Forever says, I no longer want to hear NXT as the third brand. Vince treats NXT like it's OVW, changing gimmicks and jobbing call-ups out as if no one has seen them. Forgetting that NXT is on the same national cable network as Raw is, whereas OVW was just local TV. Now, I will say this. I didn't see that Ultra Chat, but I did make that exact point, I think. So great minds think alike, Gatecrasher. That's what I'm saying there. Great minds. Um, Gatecrasher has another one. Sorry, got to send another message. I'm legit pissed off. Go on, Gatecrasher. Uh, last night, just, yeah, shut up. Last night just totally buried the whole of NXT. Gargano, O'Reilly, Bala, Dunn, especially Champa, whom got squashed by him. All those that bump like mad to make Cross look like such a monster. You know what? That's a big point. Like no. a lot. No, no, no. I, I, I'm just let. He has a point. I'm not saying it's the, uh, right or not, but he has a point. A lot of work has gone in to make Karrion Cross to the WWE audience, has it not? I think NXT with their promos, they kind of dismantled that. They 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 stated his weaknesses. He had no comebacks. I think after the verbal slating from Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano, I'm sorry, he he wasn't a tough guy anymore. He was just a kid with yeah. funny faces. I'm saying NXT started it. <laughs> NXT started it. You can't wrestle. Uh, you can't lace my my wife's boots. Carrying cross. What's your response? Mm. They, it started from there. It was starting from there. The sheen was off. Ever since come back from injury, not the same guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's a very valid point. I think a good counter, if I ever heard one. Uh, Stephen Guzman, Guzman, Guzman. I don't know if I have the same energy in me to watch NXT tonight. WWE explicitly demonstrated that we shouldn't give a rat's ass about NXT. There's no defending this for me. 90% of NXT I love are jokes on the main roster. Why even care about Joe versus Cross? I mean, I would, my argument to that would be, and I understand, again, I understand where you're coming from and why you feel that way. I too share those frustrations sometimes with how people come onto the main roster and they are not the versions of themselves I have so richly enjoyed elsewhere. I get it. But also I think you should enjoy NXT in its own world. That was probably the smart thing to do. Why I care about Joe and Cross? Because it will be good. Why I care about Joe and Pete Dunne? Because it would be very, very good. That that's my argument to all of that. Like, don't you know? Don't don't um, 
cut off your nose to spite your own face. Don't just be like, well, I'm not going to enjoy this really good piece of wrestling because of what could possibly transpire down the road. Um, I would say just enjoy NXT if you're a fan of it, man. I am, always have been. And uh, I don't think it, I, it, what could possibly happen to them wouldn't detract me from watching again, sir. Same. I'm the same way. I mean, I grew up in a, like the new generation of the World Wrestling Federation. If you can survive that, you can survive any generation of booking or of wrestling, mate. <laughs> if you can make it out. <laughs> By the way, semi-pro, great film, Jeremy Bauman. I'm very happy with that reference. Um, anyway, thank you very much for joining us, guys. Sorry we've got over 10 minutes tonight because I'm a bad host and forget to get people off the call-in. And I forget phone-ins but thank you so much uh we will be back again as as sat has already plugged because he's such a pro at this uh sb3 is in the house tomorrow you're part of the daily boys now sat right you're oh involved. yeah oh yeah you're I, in I've you've been, been initiated yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying you know you you've had it uh <laughs> so sb3 tomorrow steph chase again on thursday no watch along i'm afraid because volta is off with Dragonov uh, and then Adam Blompier. We're going to do a reverse Quizzle Mania on Friday. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, until then, guys, thank you so much for joining us. All the love. Take care of yourselves. We will see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.